This is fan fiction only. Star Wars Maximum Firepower, Maximum Efficiency by Jazz Kopachek Raythor. Wookies, I don't even speak Shrewook, replied Cram Rayets to the Ark Captain who had just burst in, reporting an uprising in the Grand Army of the Republic spaceport control room. No, sir, but we believe we need someone with your specific skills in this situation. The blank visor of his helmet betrayed nothing, yet through the force, the trooper's concern was palpable. Cram Rayets nodded curtly before following the trooper out the door and down an immaculately clean hallway. The name's Captain Fordo, the trooper called over his red-striped shoulder. As they ran down the hallway, dodging oncoming troopers, Fordo explained the situation. A group of unknown Wookiee workers had staged an uprising, taking Republic workers hostage and were currently setting the central control room to blow, ostensibly in order to sabotage the ships currently in Drydock. Cram processed the information. It didn't make sense. Wookiees were often employed at the shipyard due to their sheer strength and technical expertise, either as manual labor or mechanics. However, by nature, they were massive, towering sentients and rare enough on Coruscant that the appearance of a few new Wookiees would cause a reaction. Why had none of the Vigilant Republic staff questioned their presence? Access to the control room required the highest levels of security clearance. How did they get in, Captain? Rayets inquired. Uncertain, sir, the filtered voice replied. Right now the focus is saving ships and personnel. We'll figure out the hows and whys later. The priorities were straight, yet Cram was of the mind that understanding the problem would lead one to an optimum solution. They reached the central control room, where a squad of troopers were hunkered down, waiting for their captain. Their armor bore different markings, all red. Cram knew the choices of paint schemes reflected their desire for a sense of individuality in a sea of identical clones and identical armor. As the war had progressed, it was evident that these young men, who civilians often thought of as programmed and identical clones, showed the resilience and individuality of all sentient life, and a desire to express this in a visual fashion. Sir, said the trooper with one red arm, they're still in there setting the place to blow. We've had no blaster fire and assume the hostages are still alive. Hostages. Hence the need for a Jedi, Cram realized. We usually go for maximum firepower, maximum efficiency, General. Fordo explained. Yet the results are not always minimum damage. With the presence of Republic hostages, we hoped you would be able to help minimize the casualties. Cram nodded in understanding and closed his eyes. The troopers were silent as he immersed himself in the force. As always, his point of focus was the weight of the two lightsabers hanging from his belt. One he had fashioned himself as a way to strengthen his connection to that mystical energy field that surrounded them all. The other had belonged to his Padawan, the Ektachi Is Suatla, whose life had been ended by a droidica in the early days of the war. The eddies and swirls of the force surrounded him and he felt his surroundings slow as he sank beneath its waves. His consciousness spread out and touched everything around him. He felt the low thrumming of ships reverberating through the floor. He felt the breathing of the six young men at his side. He felt their tension and determination, yet not a hint of fear, only concern for their brothers beside them and the well-being of the beings on the base. It always amazed him how these young men 
who had no stakes in the war or its outcome were the ones who valiantly fought and laid down their lives for the Republic. He felt their concern for the hostages on the other side of the door. The other side of the door. Cram lent his attention to the beings beyond the blast door. As always, when sensing Wookiees in the Force, he was struck by the dichotomy of their natures. At once, they felt feral and primitive, yet simultaneously they struck him as focused, advanced, and structured. Every one of the Wookiees in the control room was filled with rage. What had happened to them that they felt such rage toward the Republic, which had for so long had been a friend of Kashyyyk? He forced himself to remember that not all Wookiees felt the same. He searched in the force for the others beyond the door, felt a few humans, a Zabrak female and a Duro, a species he did not recognize as well as a Nemoidian, as if he needed another reminder of the dangers of generalizing based on species alone. Through the force, he was able to pinpoint their approximate locations and was about to convey his findings to Fordo and his men when something struck him as odd. Prisoners would usually be grouped into one location where they could easily be overseen. Not only were these prisoners dispersed, but they were moving about. Cram sunk deeper into the force, focusing now on the emotions of the hostages. Not a single feeling of fear, only rage. The same rage that consumed the Wookiees. He smiled grimly to himself as he surfaced from the pool of the force. The explanation and the solution were evident. You may go in, Captain, he said quietly. And the hostages, sir? Fordo asked. No friendlies present, Captain. There never were any hostages. You may fire at will. Minimum casualties, indeed, thought Cram Rayetz to himself as the door exploded inward beside him, and the clones rushed through. The sound of shouts and blaster fire filled the air for a few brief moments before everything was silent. The smell of smoke and ozone started to fill the hallway. All clear, he heard from a filtered voice. Captain Fordo emerged from the smoke, spinning his blaster on his finger before replacing it deftly in its holster. Maximum firepower. Maximum efficiency, thought Cram. <laughs> <laughs>